Welcome to the podcast of Grace Crossing Church, where life and faith intersect. So it's a privilege to uh, be able to continue our series here at week number three um, called The X Factor. Now, by way of reminder for those who maybe weren't here week number one, or maybe it's your first week joining us, I want to give you a frame for this series, X Factor. X factor, by definition, means a quality, a circumstance, or in this particular case, a person that has incredible power, but it's unpredictable. And what Jesus said to his disciples actually talk about how the Holy Spirit is going to be the X factor in our lives as his followers. Our catalyst verse that we're using is found in John's Gospel, chapter 16, verse number 7, and I want to read it to you from the Amplified Version. Here's what it says. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him the Holy Spirit to you. Now what Jesus actually says here in this passage is that the Holy Spirit is our holy advantage. God has gifted us as his followers with an edge, with an advantage. And that advantage is the Holy Spirit whom he promised to send. Now, as we come to this third week of our series, what I want to focus on about the Holy Spirit is I want to focus on the Holy Spirit as our extraordinary support. Our extraordinary support. There's a passage of scripture that we're going to look at together today. It's actually found in John's gospel. But before we go there, I want to give you a little bit of the backstory. I want to give you a point of reference. I want to give you some context because it's really important. Jesus in the 14th chapter of John's gospel is actually in the middle of the Passover celebration with his disciples. It is on the night on which he is betrayed where he's having a meal together, the final meal that he's going to share with his disciples. Jesus had just humbled himself and washed the feet of every single one of his 12 disciples. He then predicts that he is going to be brutally betrayed and he's going to be passionately denied by two of his closest disciples, both who were sitting around the table. What Jesus does next actually is pretty remarkable. Jesus moves from there to actually begin to bring assurance and solace to his followers. Jesus himself needed some solace. And yet what he does is he begins to bring assurance and solace to his disciples. And what does he say is going to be their assurance? It is the Holy Spirit that will provide the assurance that they need. So in John's gospel, chapter 14, verse number six and the first part of verse seven, here's what Jesus says to them. 
John 14, verse 16. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. I want you to lock in with me this morning on those words, another advocate. What Jesus here is saying when he says another is he's actually saying the Holy Spirit is going to come not necessarily to replace me, but to join me in the work of God in your life and here on earth. It's one of the reasons that throughout the scripture, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is coming, and guess what? He's bringing the full-on package of God into our lives. He is bringing all of God's love to bear on us. He's also bringing all of the grace and forgiveness of Jesus to bear on us. And so he calls him another advocate. Jesus had been their advocate. And now he's saying, I'm bringing to you and sending to you another one. And that's why it's going to be to your advantage that I leave. Now here's the big idea for this morning's talk. The Holy Spirit is your advantage because the Holy Spirit is your advocate. The Holy Spirit is your advantage because the Holy Spirit is your advocate. So what does it mean to be an advocate? An advocate is someone who unapologetically supports and champions the cause of another, especially someone who is vulnerable or less fortunate. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit is our advocate. And an advocate is someone who unapologetically supports and champions the cause of another, especially someone who is vulnerable or less fortunate. So I want to do an exercise with you this morning. I'd like you right now to close your eyes. And with your eyes closed, I would like your mind to scan your, your past, your history. And what I want you to recall to your mind is somebody in your life who functioned as an advocate for you. Perhaps it was at a time when you felt particularly vulnerable. Perhaps it was at a time when you felt really weak. Somebody stepped up. Somebody became your champion. Somebody gave you a voice when you couldn't have a voice. You, didn't find, you couldn't find it. It could have been a relative, parent, a grandparent, maybe an aunt or an uncle. Maybe it was your spouse. Perhaps it was an employer, maybe a coworker, 
Maybe it was a neighbor. Or perhaps it was someone that you would just simply call an acquaintance or maybe even a stranger. Can you think of that moment? Can you think of that person? Now, you can open your eyes, and I want to ask you this question. What did it feel like to have somebody acting as an advocate for you? Do you remember what happened inside of you in that moment? Do you remember how you felt? I do. Perhaps my most recent occurrence of an advocate came in 2018 when I was part of a leadership program called the Townsend Leadership Program. It was a year-long program with people who had gathered, there were about a dozen of us that were going through this program together. And one of the things that we did in it was we had a time of what was called a process group where we would come together, we would sit, and we would talk about a place in our life perhaps professionally or personally where we were stuck. I'll never forget the second time we gathered, I actually felt this boldness to kind of step out and talk about my childhood. And I began to share what it was like for me as a kid when I grew up feeling relatively unsafe, fearful, what it was like feeling at times like I was not seen, not known. And I remember as I was sharing, I had this eruption of tears that kind of began to come out of me, surprised me to be honest with you. And I'll never forget what happened next. There was a guy sitting to my left. I'll never forget the moment, his name was John. I had just met him the previous month but I really didn't know John. He was a stranger to me. But when I shared, John came unglued. He almost came out of his chair. And it wasn't a, an explosion of energy at me, it was actually directed at my family of origin. And what he began to say is he began to speak things about what it was like for this kid and how he felt. And every, with every passionate word he spoke, I could feel this child in me gaining energy. Like I could feel the child in me getting up. And there was such a powerful surge of God's energy in that moment that I began to feel because I was feeling for the first time in my life that I can remember, somebody was advocating for the child in me something I had never experienced. It was just a powerful moment of sensing and feeling what happens when you have a champion who gives you a voice. When you have somebody that begins to support and then speak in the moment of your defenselessness. It was so powerful. Now listen, friends, I want you to know this morning, that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. He champions our cause. 
He comes to us in our moments of vulnerability. The Holy Spirit is the advocate in the sense that he is supporting us unapologetically in the moments where we may feel at our most vulnerable. Why is the Holy Spirit called our advantage? Because he is our advocate. And there are three ways that Jesus says in in John chapter 14, verse number six, three ways that he advocates. Let's reread that verse together this morning. John 14, 16. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you. Let's pause there. The first way the Holy Spirit advocates for us is the Holy Spirit is our ever-present help. You know why Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the helper? Because the Holy Spirit is the helper in the sense that help is what he does. It's what he does. And it's good for us to refresh our memory about what I shared in week number one of this series about what that word helper means. It comes from the original Greek language and a word that is used in the New Testament that is taken right from Roman Roman military. When soldiers went to war, went to battle, they went two by two. So that if attacked, they could stand back to back with their shields and their swords out in front of them to defend one another. One's partner in battle was called a paraclete. That's the word Jesus uses. That's the idea he has here for the Holy Spirit, that he is our paraclete. Why? Because he sees our blind spot. The Holy Spirit has our back because the Holy Spirit is there advocating for us in ways when we may feel at threat or vulnerable or weak or defenseless. Holy Spirit's there. The final promise Jesus made to his disciples before his ascension is he says this in Acts chapter one, verse number eight. It's, it's the promise that he made of power. I promise you this, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be seized with power. That could be translated, you will seize power or power will seize you. Either works. And what it's suggesting is that the Holy Spirit is going to come and he is going to be a powerful advocate in our lives and through our lives to actually champion our cause. So the Holy Spirit is our advocate because the Holy Spirit is an ever-present help in our lives. But Jesus said a second thing in John chapter 14, verse 6 that I want to focus on. Let's reread it. John 14, verse number six, please. Let's go back to that verse. John 14, verse six. I believe it's the one after this one. Let me just repeat it. (laughs) He said, I am going to send another advocate who will be your helper. He will help you. And then he says, and he will be with you forever. 
The, the second way that the Holy Spirit advocates for us is that the Holy Spirit is our forever companion. He is our forever companion. He said this in John chapter 14, verse number 17. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he lives with you and will be in you. Now, I want you to stay with me here for a moment because what Jesus says here is tremendously profound. What Jesus says here is this. Jesus says the Holy Spirit has always been with you. Because the Holy Spirit was with me, Jesus said. From the beginning and from the start, the Holy Spirit was with me. And he was with you as disciples. But there is coming a significant change that's going to change everything. The Holy Spirit is no longer just going to be with you. He is now going to take up occupancy in you. So more than the Holy Spirit being with you, he is now within you. Now, this is really profound because I can think of so many people, at least a handful that advocated for me throughout my life. I can think of people that stepped up when I felt defenseless, when I felt vulnerable, when I felt weak, and who championed my cause. But no matter how much they cared for me, no matter how compassionate they felt toward me, no matter how much they wanted to champion my cause, there was one glaring limit that every one of my advocates had. They were not living in my skin. What Jesus is saying here to us is this, the Holy Spirit is your advocate because the Holy Spirit lives in your skin. He lives inside of you. Which means you, at one point in your life, didn't recognize him, but he already saw you. You didn't know he was there, but he was always there. You may not have seen his work in your life, but the moment that new birth happens, he takes up residency within you. And you now have an advocate that knows every interior movement of your heart. He knows everything you feel, every emotion that you have, the good ones and the not so good ones. The Holy Spirit feels it all, sees it all, knows it all. And guess what? He is advocating on your behalf for you. Jesus goes on to say this, and he's just, he's just really drilling down on this idea of advocacy. He says this in John chapter 14, verse 18. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Now, I don't know if this resonates with you like it does me. But I would suspect there are some of you here that really resonate with this idea of him not leaving us as orphans 
because of your jacked up childhood, your family of origin. In my particular case, I had a family, a biological home, but I felt many times physically orphaned. And I certainly felt emotionally orphaned as a child. Many of you know that my mom and dad divorced when I was five. Never saw my dad again until I was 18 years of age. But I can count from the age of five to the age of 18, 11 different men that my mom dated and many of them who lived in our home. I can tell you crazy stories. My mom had an emotional breakdown at the divorce and she was never the same again. I moved back into relationship with my dad loosely when I was a young adult. But a day after my 30th birthday, my, my dad committed suicide. Stepped out of my life a second time. I was estranged from my mom for 30 years, and yet two years ago, God miraculously moved us back into relationship, and it's been a tremendous gift to me, one that I would have never expected. And I certainly, had it not been for God's grace, been prepared for. I had a conversation with my mom not too long ago that was very redemptive. It was a very redemptive conversation because when we ended the phone call, my mom said words to me that I never thought I'd hear. Here's what she said. She said, I like talking to you. I feel good when we talk. Then here's what she said. She said, Gil, I really enjoy you. I really enjoy you. I was profound because I never in my life remember hearing my mom or my dad say to me, I enjoy you. And I certainly never felt enjoyed, which, le which led me to believe for the lion's share of my life that people didn't enjoy me. And in that moment, I could hear the still small voice of God whispering to my heart. I could hear him saying to me, Gil, you are my beloved son. I really enjoy you. And what God was doing in that moment was something redemptive. God was using the source of my wound to bring tremendous healing to my heart. It was words that I never thought I would hear. And what it told me was this, that all of a sudden, I'm not an orphan. I'm seen. I'm known. God let me know that throughout my lifetime, but it has become so much easier to metabolize it as I've dealt with my past and I've gone back to break the power of the past in my future. I've let God into places that were really hard. Jesus knew something when he spoke this to his disciples. I will not leave you as orphans. He knew that his death was going to sting them deeply. He knew that his death was going to make them feel like orphans, forsaken, and abandoned. Jesus knew that his death was going to put them in a place where they would feel tremendously vulnerable. And so why does he say this? He says this because he wants to reassure them. And he wants to reassure you today. He doesn't leave you as an orphan. The Holy Spirit came to advocate for us so that we would know that we belong to him and we belong to God's family, that we matter to God, that we have a place at his table.
We are not forsaken. We are not abandoned. And the Holy Spirit came to remind us of this. And he is your forever companion. Please, friends, do not miss this point. People may fail you. People may disappoint you. Your family may let you down. But the Holy Spirit will always remain your forever companion. And I don't know about you, but I need some spiritual companions. And I need the Holy Spirit to be the lead, to lead the way in my life. There was one other thing that, that Jesus said about the advocacy of the Holy Spirit. Here's what he said. He said that I'm gonna give you another advocate who is, will help you. He will be with you forever. And then he calls him the spirit of truth. Let me tell you why this is so important. Because that word truth in the original language could be translated re revelation. The Holy Spirit is our advocate because the Holy Spirit reveals God to us. The Holy Spirit reveals who God is and the Holy Spirit reveals how God functions in our lives. He reveals the mind of God to us, what God thinks of us, what God is like. And God is different than what I grew up believing about God, for sure. And what we need is we need the presence of the Holy Spirit to actually help reveal for us who God is, what God is like. Jesus said in the 14th chapter, verses 25 and 26, all this I have spoken while still with you. Now notice it again, he gives the title again. But the, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, will remind you of everything that I have said. By the way, if you, if you need a scripture verse that points us to the triune being of God, that God is a trinity, three in one, here it is. I will ask, the Father will send the Holy Spirit. There is a sense here very clearly that there are three distinct persons in the Godhead that are all at work in our lives. What he's saying here is this about the advocacy. That I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you about me and bring to your mind everything that I have taught you. That along the way, you're going to get lost. Along the way, you're going to get confused. Along the way, you're going to forget the things that I have taught. But I'm going to make sure that there is a constant advocate for you who is revealing my nature to you. Telling you who I am and what I am like. Now, let me give you just a couple of examples, a few examples of what his advocacy as the revealer of God to us is like. Without the Holy Spirit, we are constantly searching for our identity. We want to know who we are and whose we are. But through the spirit of truth, our identity is settled. We all of a sudden begin to see ourselves aright. 
We recognize what God says about us, what God thinks of us, and how God feels toward us. Without the Holy Spirit, we allow our circumstances of our past to define our present and determine our future. But through the Holy Spirit, we get God's perspective on our circumstances. We all of a sudden begin to see that those things that were true of our past are not necessarily true of who we are. We recognize that there is something about God's perspective on our circumstances that are redemptive and it's powerful. Without the Holy Spirit, we get lost in our emotions. I know I do. I get really lost in the things I'm feeling. I, I many times can't make sense out of what it is I'm feeling, where it's coming from, and why it's so important to me. But with the spirit of truth, all of a sudden I bring God's truth to bear on my emotions. Listen, our emotions are real to us, but they may not be telling us the truth. And what we need is we need God's truth and the spirit of truth, the revealer of God, is the one who steps into our emotions and helps us make sense out of them. And we begin to hear God's voice speaking to us right through our emotions, which Ignatius of Loyola called consolations and desolations. Listen, friends, we all live our lives believing certain things. There are shadows, there are scripts, and there are stories that speak constantly to us, and yet they are often filled with lies and disillusionment, distortions, and flat-out deception. And so what do we need? We need a truth-teller. I need a truth-teller. I need somebody that can step into my life when I'm trying to make sense out of things and bring clarity to them that it is God's revelation of where that's coming from and what is God saying to me in the middle of those things. Listen, the Holy Spirit is your advocate because he is your ever-present help in times of trouble. The Holy Spirit is your advocate because he's your forever companion. He's not going anywhere, even when people do. And he is your advocate because he's going to tell you the truth about what God thinks, what God believes, and how God feels. We, through the Holy Spirit, know who we are and we know whose we are. And that's what matters. And so this morning, to summarize all of this, I want to take hold of the words from the Apostle Paul, who beautifully summarizes the job of the advocacy of the Holy Spirit in our life in Romans chapter 8. And here's what he says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26. The Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness. I want to read that again. I want those words to go deep into your spirit this morning. The Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us 
in our weakness. The Holy Spirit's job as the advocate is not necessarily to change your human frailty. Sometimes we want God to get rid of it. It's not the Holy Spirit's job to change your weaknesses and to remove them. What is the Holy Spirit's job as the advocate? It is to take hold of us in the middle of our human frailty. It is to take hold of us and to empower us in our weakness. That's what an advocate does. An advocate is one who takes hold of the reality of where we are and says, I'm here. I'm with you. You're not alone. Yes, you are frail. Yes, you feel weak. But I'm going to take hold of you. I'm going to claim you and I'm going to reclaim you as my own. Now, if you happen to watch the 2020 Tokyo Olympics in the summer of 2021, wasn't that weird? Okay. But if you happen to watch the 2020 Olympics in the summer of 2021, you likely saw a commercial that was run by Toyota, one of its sponsors throughout the Olympics. And this commercial that ran had several different stories and really infomercials that were trying to tell one simple story. And it was really an invitational story. It was start your impossible. There was one in particular that every time, especially the first time I saw it, it just ripped my heart out. It just ripped my guts out. I was, I, was, I was sobbing in the middle of the Olympics. And almost every time I saw it, it touched something in me. And I want you to watch it with me this morning. Mrs. Long? Yes? We've found a baby girl for your adoption, but there are some things you need to know. She's in Siberia, and she was born with a rare condition. Her legs will need to be amputated. I know this is difficult to hear. Her life, it won't be easy. It might not be easy, but it'll be amazing. I can't wait to meet her. We believe there is hope and strength in all of us. That's what the advocate does. The advocate sees us in our human frailty. The advocate knows our weaknesses. And yet every time I watch this, I can hear the words of God. Your life is not gonna be easy. But through the Holy Spirit, it can be amazing. Because the Holy Spirit of God as our advocate is the one who makes not life just possible, but it gives us extraordinary strength. It lifts us to a place we could never be on our own. He is the one who's championing our cause. He is the one who's saying, I'm for you. Not just I'm with you and not just I'm within you, but I am 100% for you. 
through the help of the Holy Spirit, I could actually treat my weaknesses the way God treats them. With patience, with kindness, with gentleness, with acceptance, with grace, with love. And by the way, that goes for my shame. I can treat it the way the Holy Spirit treats it. But I don't do that without his help. I go hard on myself without his help. But with his help, I can begin to see my frailty and my weakness the way he does. I'm with you. I'm within you. I'm for you. So I got to ask you a question this morning. Are you ready to start your impossible? Are you willing to invite the Holy Spirit to do in you as your advocate that which is impossible for you? I'm going to ask you to stand this morning. I'm going to ask you as you do to close your eyes, bow your heads. This morning, the first audience of people I'd like to address are those that are here that you need an advocate in your life. You need a savior, somebody who gave his life for you, somebody who loves you so much that he made sure that he wanted you to know I'm with you. I'm with you. And I want to be within you, and I want you to invite me to be within you. And so if you're here this morning and you need an advocate, you need Jesus to be within you by the Spirit of God, would you just lift your hand if that's you, head bowed, eyes closed, just slip up your hand and say, I'm going to invite the advocate to be in me today. I want to give my heart, my life fully to him. Yeah, so many. Thank you. The second group of people I'd like to address this morning before I pray are, are those that are here that are followers of Jesus, that are fully devoted to God. And you know, maybe intellectually, that God's presence lives in you by his spirit, but, but, but you don't, it's never been real to you. It's, it's never made a difference and you want it to make a difference. Maybe you feel weak today. Maybe you feel frail in this moment. And I just want to urge you, would you just invite him to fill you this morning to the full capacity with the fullness of God, just like he did Jesus, so that you can experience the advocate for you. He is for you 100%. If you're here this morning and you, you know Christ, you love Jesus, but, but this morning you need the advocate to help you in your weakness and frailty, would you lift your hand if that's you this morning? Yeah, thank you so much. So many, you can put them down. If you're joining us remotely today, I want to just invite you to join us as well as we pray this morning. Let's lift up our hearts to God. Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ who came and advocated for us first and foremost by taking on the form of a servant and becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. He gave his life for me. He gave his life for us so that we could know God. But he did more. He actually sent us the spirit of God and his spirit into our lives to actually become our advocate. 
And so this morning I pray, Lord, for each one that raised their hand, maybe those that are joining us at home today, who in their heart they're saying, I want an advocate for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. And I want the Holy Spirit to come and bring the indwelling presence of God into me. I pray that you would fill them with your spirit this morning. And then I pray, Lord, for we that are living the Christ life and yet we feel stuck at times. We feel that we get lost at times and we, we simply need an advocate, someone who will champion our cause unapologetically. I pray this morning that we will experience the power of the Spirit of God seizing us today and that we will be seized with power, the power that changes our lives, that changes our stories, that changes our scripts, that reminds us who we are and whose we are. I ask you, God, to fill us afresh this morning because life has a way of causing us to leak the Spirit of God. So we need filled afresh this morning. We lift up our hearts to you, God, in a posture of surrender and a posture of submission. Take hold of us, Lord, in our frailty and empower us in our weakness is my prayer. I pray that as we move from this place of worship into a life of worship, that our lives will bring glory to you, that we will be a reflection of the Spirit of God in our lives and the lives of those we touch. May people see this week that we've been with Jesus and ask us about it. Something's different about you. Something's different about your countenance, about the way you speak. May that be true of us this week, Lord. May people see that we've been with you and that our, the Spirit of God has filled us fresh. Lord, we just invite you to do a work in us as you will and as you desire. We are your vessels. Help us to be vessels of honor, sanctified, set apart, useful to God in every way. We pray all these things in Christ's name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Grace Crossing Church, including service times and directions, check us out on the web at www.gracecrossingchurch.net. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming weekend worship gatherings. Have a great day.